Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What's good, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Freddie Coleman, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app and Sirius X and Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance, offering coverage options available as unique as your business. Progressive covers companies of many sizes and specialties, so do yourself a favor. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. That is ProgressiveCommercial.com. You can hit me up on Twitter anytime you want at Coleman ESPN, as well as at ESPN Radio. The phone number is there for you as well, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So in 10 minutes, I'm going to talk to somebody from Atlanta, Chicago, about what is going to happen if the Bears lose to the Lions, who have not gotten a win this year on Thanksgiving Day today, and could their coach be gone on Friday? That comes your way in about 10 minutes. But you got two of those jobs that a lot of people have concerns about, if I can use that term. Or maybe wonder exactly what it's going to look like when it comes to the New York Giants. They moved on from Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator, early this week. And then you got the Chicago Bears, who apparently may want to move on from Matt Nagy. They talked about it in terms of a report came out on Tuesday. And then they categorically denied it on Wednesday. Matt's our man. No decisions have been made. This is no way to celebrate Thanksgiving. But either way, which job is better? Whatever occupation that's going to be or whatever vacancy that's going to be. I'm going to start the New York Giants first. And I thought it was very interesting that former Giant Chris Canty, now part of Canty and Golick Jr., Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. He placed a lot of the blame, not so much on the general manager Dave Gettleman or the coach Joe Judge. He places it on the quarterback. Daniel Jones hasn't grown as a quarterback in the last two years. As a matter of fact, you can make an argument that he's regressed. The best, two, the best year he had was his rookie year. So I, I'm not sold on Joe Judge being the guy. And furthermore, I know it's time for Dave Gettleman to go. So I think if you're going to hire a new general manager, you do the right thing like a functional organization would, and you allow that general manager to decide who his head Chris, coach is going to be. I know the Giants are resistant to doing that, because they don't want to be in this cycle of hiring and firing coaches every two years. But why stay with the head coach that's proven nothing for the sake of consistency? That makes no sense. Here's the deal. As far as I'm concerned, the better job, if I had to make a decision, which is the better job, the Bears or the Giants, I'm going with the guy I trust more quarterback than the other guy, and that guy's Justin Fields. And I know he's not playing today. According to reports, Justin Fields not playing for the Bears today against the Detroit Lions having not just a cracked rib, but cracked ribs. A cracked rib is bad enough as it is. Cracked ribs, ooh, dealing with that behind that offensive line, but that guy can play. Daniel Jones has shown flashes. I trust Justin Fields' upside in the future more than Daniel Jones. To me, that's a better job. You got a pretty good defense. You can rebuild the offensive line. You got some players there. I know the Giants have players too. But it seems like those guys can't stay healthy. No matter who they bring in in the draft or who they bring in in free agency, I don't know if they need a new trainer. I don't know if they need a new nutritionist, whatever that is. But every time it seems like somebody's come along to the Giants lately, those guys can't stay healthy. They were lining Kenny Galladay, who didn't have a lot of injury issues with the Detroit Lions. He gets to the Giants and a hamstring injury in the first day of camp. Saquon Barkley, you draft that guy, thinking that's going to be the perfect, perfect compliment whatever quarterback is going to be there when it comes to Daniel Jones or whoever. And Saquon Barkley tears to turn ACL and usually have those kind of injuries. It takes more than a year before you're finally right, not just physically, but also mentally from that standpoint. I look at the Chicago Bears, and no matter what has gone on with Justin Fields, 
guys rally around him. Guys want to play for Justin Fields. If you have that as a quarterback with that kind of talent, that solves a lot of problems. Then you can bring in a general manager. You want to move on from Ryan Pace. If you bring in the right kind of offensive mind that can be the perfect complement for that quarterback, it could be Kellamore, the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, Brian Dayball, the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs, somebody that knows exactly what they're doing offensively. I trust that that would be a better job and a better fit for anybody else more than the New York Giants because if you're going to blow the whole thing up, that means you're really starting from scratch. That means you got to go out and get a quarterback. You don't believe that Daniel Jones is your guy. And that quarterback is not in the draft, at least not in this year's draft, not in next year's draft. I like Matt Corral from Ole Miss. To me, he's not a first-round quarterback. If anything, if you could have Arch Manning, Eli Manning's nephew, move up in the draft and take him, sure, if you're the New York Giants. But that's not happening until 2025, 2026 when he's available to the NFL. On the other side, it comes to Chicago Bears. And I thought Mark Silverman from Wild and Sylvie, he said it best. He goes, yeah, there are plenty of issues with the Chicago Bears. But when it comes to the Bears, the biggest issue with this team that Mark Silverman said from Wild and Sylvie and Keyshawn J. Will and Max is that it starts at the top with the Chicago Bears in the office of the general manager. If they fire Matt Nagy, it's just another coach. And they're just going to bring in another coach who's going to fail. Because the coaches before this were John Fox, who failed here. Um, and before him was Mark Trussman, who failed here, all after Lovey Smith. This goes higher, guys. This is higher than the coach. It's higher than the general manager and Ryan Pace. They've had the same president on duty for 23 seasons now in Chicago. And until George McCaskey, the grandson of George Hallis, decides to, to go to the top, and replace his team and restructure his team at the very, very top. I will be on your show next year talking about another crappy Bears football team. Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, series XM Channel 80. Anytime a guest stops by to hang out with us to hear thanks to the Goodyear Hotline. The problem with Mark Silverman, my boy, has to say about that is that the McCaskies are not going anywhere. What he's basically saying is that the McCaskies have to get in touch with their inner Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys where they have to take a step back. The minute that Jerry Jones did that and allowed his son and other people to take care of the football matters, and this way Jerry Jones can do the radio show, he can pontificate over here, he can fat mouth over there, uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to take a step back and uh, I'm going to let Stephen Jones um, take care of the team and, you know, personnel matters will be okay. We got everything handled and I'm just going to hang out here and do my radio show every Tuesday and, make sure that works and make sure I got the right kind of beverages that can work for me. And uh, I'm just going to stay out the way. That's the only way that's going to happen for the Chicago Bears. If the McCaskies do what Jerry Jones is able to do and let other people handle that and other people have been able to make that work for the Dallas Cowboys. Still not one of the Super Bowls in 1996, but they're a lot further along. If that's going to be the case, according to Mark Silverman, the McCaskies are not doing that. And until they do, that's not going to change. And it's going to be a difficult situation. Even so with that, I think that's a better job head coach and general manager in the future than the Giants maybe having a new head coach and general manager because of the quarterback when it comes to Justin Fields. Bears trying to make sure the Lions don't become a winning team at least for one week. They play part of a three-game set in the NFL kicking off Thanksgiving Day football. Let's bring my friend Jeff Dickerson, ESPN Bears reporter. He is here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius X and Channel 80. Jeff, you heard what 
you heard what Silverman had to say mm-hmm. about that whole deal that it starts at the top. And I said, look, unless they won't take a step back, the McCaskies aren't doing that. You're in that city. You know that team. Where do you stand on that having to change if the Bears are going to change? I hear Sylvie often, Freddie. Uh, multiple times per week I hear that uh, in Chicago. No, I mean, I think he's right. You know, the big problem with the Bears is that there just isn't that football mind above the GM in the president's chair. Now, Ted Phillips has been on the job, as Sylvie said, for 23 years. He has more of a business background. If you want to shift them over to the business side, then that's totally fine. But there needs to be someone in charge of hiring the general managers. Freddie, whenever there's a GM opening, they have to go to a search firm. It was Ernie Accorsi that hired Ryan Pace back in 2015. Mm -hmm. Not George McCaskey, not Ted Phillips. I mean, they had their input and they were involved in the process, of course, but there there just isn't that all-powerful football mind, and they got got to find that person. Um, Really, if this is ultimately going to change for the better, um, you know, you would be one of the few people uh, in Chicago, that would think the Bears' job would be more attractive than, say, the Giants. But I think you're right as far as the quarterback goes. There are some pieces here. You know, Justin Fields has a chance to be a really good quarterback. They have some young talent, Darnell Mooney, Roquan Smith. It's not like everything is bare here or anything, but yeah. until they get that very top of the franchise figured out, it's just going to be on repeat every couple of years. What did you make of the whole Report coming out on Tuesday that Matt Nagy is going to be fired by Thanksgiving Friday, and then the categorical denials from the Bears organization on Wednesday, Jeff. Yeah, they denied it um, on Wednesday and Tuesday, and then George McCaskey actually got up on Wednesday before they left for Detroit and told the team that it was false and that Matt Nagy is not going to get fired. So George McCaskey was not available to us for comment. He did talk to the players, though, and say it's not happening. Um, It was a weird week. Yeah. It was just a strange week for them. It was bad timing coming off that Ravens loss. Um, I, I didn't think that the report had, had a ton of merit. Excuse me. Because, you know, they said that they had told Nagy ahead of time that he was going to be fired and that Thursday was going to be his last game. And, I mean, who tells their head coach that he's going to get fired right. uh, before he coaches his final game? Unless it's some sort of ceremonial exit. So I didn't think it was true on, on surface, but if they lose to the Lions... Today, Freddie, I mean, all bets could be off. You never know. You know, you never know. If they lose to the Lions today, Freddie, I mean, I mean, things could happen. I mean, this is a team that hasn't won a game yet. The Bears have lost five in a row, and they just don't want to put themselves in that position. Yeah, no doubt about that. Jeff Dickinson, my boy from ESPN Bears, NFL Nation reporter fame, joining us on Fred, on Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius X and Channel. I almost said Freddie Fitzsimmons. I'm so used to being on at night and talking to you at night. Chopping it up at night, I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird being on early in the day from that standpoint, although that's the first time I've done that so far with this show. And you mentioned in terms of that could be a really – I don't want to say reckless. That's not the word I want to use. But it's been a weird week. There's no doubt about that. When you think about it, Jeff, it's been a weird year with this football team. When many people wanted Justin Fields to be starter opening day, and Matt Nagy says we're not going to put him out there until he's ready, and Andy Dalton started the season, even though Justin Fields got a little bit of playing time and scored a touchdown in the first game versus the Los Angeles Rams. It seemed that this Bears organization was doing everything they could to delay the inevitable when it came to Matt Nagy. But what about Ryan Pace, the general manager? Yeah, I mean, if you look at his record, Freddie, there's been a lot of hits, a lot of misses with Ryan Pace. And the two have to be tied together. You can't fire one and keep keep the other. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. 
excuse me. I don't see that happening. So, you know, uh, they'll have to make their decision at the end of the year. Uh, Ryan Pace has been only had one winning season since 2015, Freddie, so keep that wow. in mind. So if they keep him, that would be kind of extending the mediocrity. So if they make one move, I think they have to make the other. So if that's going to be the case, I mean, I'm not going to – I mean, because I know you have intel. I'm not going to ask you to reveal your sources, Jeff, when it comes to stuff like that. But what could they be looking for when and if they decide to move on from Ryan Pace as general manager of the Chicago Bears? Oh, no one knows because they can't hire a GM themselves. Wow. They, 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 don't, they don't hire it, Freddie. I mean, they would have to – You'd have to say, who is the search firm they're using first? Mm-hmm. And then go from there. It's hard to say. Yeah, it really is hard to say. Hey, Jeff, always appreciate it, my friend. You take care and be well, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Freddie. Jeff Dixon, ESPN Bears reporter. Joining me, Freddie Coleman, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 as well. One of the things with the Chicago Bears, and I wonder how much of that is not talked about but should be talked about. It can't be easy when your rival in that division continues to outdistance you when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. It's one thing that you're battling your rival. They can get the best you in the football field, and believe me, any Jets fans know what I'm talking about when it comes to New England Patriots? Any Washington, Philadelphia Giants fans know what I'm talking about when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys? Any Ravens and Steelers fans know what I'm talking about? When your rival is doing better than you in the football field, you can sort of deal with that because you believe that we're a player or maybe a coach away from leveling that playing field. But when your rival is up here and you're down here, that's got to be awful if you're the Chicago Bears. Because every time they look, the Green Bay Packers always seem to be ahead of them. They always seem to be distancing themselves away from them. They're always top-of-the-mind awareness when you talk about teams competing for a championship. Whatever turmoil happened with the Green Bay Packers, they've come out smelling like the rose on the other side when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Remember? Bring some memory to your memory. Remember that offseason when Aaron Rodgers think about leaving or people say he was going to leave? And I warned y'all. Playing it off you listening on Freddie Fitzsimmons every night, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time on ESPN Radio. I warned you, I said, he's not going anywhere. He's not giving any power, church, and state that he has with that organization. Why would he leave and go somewhere else from that standpoint when he has what he wants and then some in Green Bay and he's going to get on his terms? And what happened? He got everything on his terms. This is the only guy that has NFL power, NBA power in the NFL, and it's Aaron Rodgers. He is literally an NBA player in the National Football League. Because this guy lied to everybody about being immunized against COVID-19. And everybody knew about the Green Bay Packers. And what happened? All he missed was one game. And nobody dimed out Aaron Rodgers. That would have never happened in Chicago. If you had Andy Dunn at COVID-19, it would have been anonymous sources everywhere telling Jeff Dickerson and Waddle Zilly that guy had COVID-19 and flaunted all the rules. That can't be easy for the Chicago Bears in your division when a team like the Green Bay Packers has this kind of turmoil based on one person and people are still talking about that team being a championship contender and they're looking at your organization as being a wasteland. And the same thing goes with the New York Giants. This, I saw a stat two weeks ago that when the Giants were 3-6, and six, that that was their best record at that point since 2015. Think about that. 3-6 and six is your best record. And you're a storied franchise. you got two storied franchises right now between the Giants and the Bears that are a a complete wasteland in the NFL when it comes to what are we going to do in the future? Do we keep that guy? Do we keep our coach? Do we keep our quarterback? And if you're the New York Giants, let's say you blow up everything. You just move on from everybody. You tell Dave Gettleman, 
here's your box. You tell Joe Judge, here's your box. You tell Daniel Jones, find a place to be a backup somewhere else. Then who are you going to place your quarterback? It's easier right now to find a general manager do you believe in. It could be somebody that works at ESPN, a Lewis Riddick. He almost got the job the last time. He should get it this time. They're not going to mess that up twice, the New York Giants. But if you move on from Dave Gettleman, which you're going to, and you bring in a new head coach, because I know if I'm Lewis Riddick, there's no way I'm taking this job and you tell me that Joe Judge has to be my head coach. At that point, then you make the decision. You don't need me as a general manager. And the same thing with the Chicago Bears. Whoever the general manager is going to be, you got to let me have total autonomy to make those kind of decisions, especially when I already got a quarterback in Justin Fields. But if I'm Lewis Riddick or anybody else, i got to bring in my own guy. So I want to bring in my head coach. But then what are you going to do at quarterback? There's nobody in this upcoming draft that you can replace Daniel Jones with. And Pat Costello, my producer, brought this up. There's a guy out there they talked about earlier this week on Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max that may be the perfect quarterback for the Giants, not Deshaun Watson. No, they're not doing that in New York. The Giants, they don't like any kind of turmoil. But a quarterback with Deshaun, no, they're not doing that. But a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, we know he's on his last legs in San Francisco. And I said, boy, I wish I thought of that. He'd be perfect for the Giants. Run play action. You got Saquon Barkley. If guys can stay healthy, a guy that can make a throw. You have a guy that's been in a Super Bowl that was a bad throw away from winning a Super Bowl championship. With all the other candidates out there, a guy that's more trustworthy, if you can't get Russell Wilson, if he doesn't want to come to New York, if you can't bring that guy there. But a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, I said, man, I wish I had thought about that. That would be a perfect guy for that organization. But Deshaun Watson, no, that's not happening. On the other side, when it comes to the Bears, Mark Silverman from Waddle and Sylvie, when he was on Keyshawn J. Will and Max earlier this week, speaking of quarterbacks, he, had, he was asked the question, should you talk to Justin Fields, the quarterback who just got there, about who should be his coach in the future? You go to your quarterback. I always am open. Now, he, he's just a rookie, but I am definitely open to what he wants and what he thinks will bring out his best talents. The Bears have never had one. We've had a couple good ones. Jay was good. But we've never had a star quarterback. So you go everywhere. You talk to everyone. And I hope George McCaskey is doing that right now and is thinking bigger than just Matt Nagy. You do that if Justin Fields has been in the league 10 years. You do that if Justin Fields has been in the league five years. Justin Fields has not even started seven games in the NFL. That's a lot of pressure to put on a guy that just got there. Justin Fields got enough to worry about, A, getting healthy, B, getting mentally right for whatever new coach or general manager is going to be, and C, making sure that he's going to be leader of the franchise. Doing something like that, putting that kind of pressure on him, nah, that's not a good idea. I hear what Mark Silverman is trying to say, saying if this is going to be your future, you got to make sure that he's more vested in your future. But other than that, mm -mm -mm. if I'm Justin Fields, I'm thinking, I'm good. <laughs> I trust you guys are going to figure it out. And if you don't, at the end of my contract, I'll go somewhere else. But nah, 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 nah. I'm not doing that. Because, you know, if, if you put that pressure on me, if I'm Justin Fields, you know what I'm saying? Good, go get my college coach, Ryan Day. Go get that guy. It'd be better what you have now. The Matt Nagy, I know that guy can coach me, and I know that guys will follow him. If you're not going to go with a pro offense coordinator or another head coach that's in the NFL or a retread, why not Ryan Day? I know he can coach me. If you're going to give me that kind of power in that situation, that's what I would say from Justin Fields. But that is completely, completely not the right decision. That is completely, completely unfair to do that if you're Chicago Bears organization and throw that in the lap of a guy who has just gotten here. 
to the National Football League. That, nah, I wouldn't do that. No way if I'm the Chicago Bears. Don't forget about college football action today. We got three NFL games, like I mentioned. You got Lions versus Bears, that's game one. Raiders versus Cowboys, that's game two. Bills versus Saints, that's game three. But college football action as well because Thanksgiving, college football, they go together. Alabama State will host Tuskegee. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Plus and the XM app, SXM app and also free the most serious XM subscribers. Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, and we're going to do a little real or not real. Not starring turkeys. Not starring turkeys. Although we could do a real or not real with that. We're going to do real or not real when it comes to which team's quarterback is their franchise guy or an actual turkey. That's next on ESPN Radio. Stop the alligators. The ESPN app. It's your sexual channel, lady. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And we try to make sure that the real is real and the not real stays where it's supposed to be thanks to Trico. Trico has been the future wiper since 1917. Keeping you a step ahead of Mother Nature, visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. My man Pat Costello will throw the scenarios at me. By the way, hit him on Twitter at PatCostello20, and I'll let you know what is real and not real right here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. All right, so real or not real, we're going to do current quarterbacks mm-hmm. who are their team's franchise QB moving forward. Okay. And we're going to start with Daniel Jones. Is that real or not real, Freddie? That's not real. I know they believe him a little bit, but the guy that decided to draft him is Dave Gettleman, and he's not going to be there at the end of the year. So whoever the new GM comes in, they're going to move on to somebody else. He has 29 interceptions in 37 games. We haven't even involved the fumbles involved when it comes to Daniel Jones. When you have that kind of – turnovers and that short amount of time that doesn't sound like a franchise quarterback to me now does he have ability we really don't know because the only ability that we've seen is his inability to protect the football so if I'm a Giants fan I'm thinking you know what if you're going to move on from Dave Gettleman and you might move on from Joe Judge the head coach you should move on from Danny Jones as the quarterback as well I think that's not real that he's the Giants franchise quarterback Let's go across New York. Well, I guess not really across, but we'll go, at least go across the stadium. The Zach Wilson, uh-huh. real or not real, he is the Jets franchise quarterback moving forward. Yes, because he's only in year one. And you need your quarterback and your coach. You hope that they're going to grow together with Robert Salah. And he's had some scary moments, too. I'm thinking, okay, are you? is the moment too big for you? 
being the head coach of the New York Jets and deal with everything that comes with it. But I believe that Zach Wilson has learned a lot sitting on the bench and seeing what can and what can't work. He's not going to be great immediately getting off the bench with the New York Jets, but I firmly believe after seeing what Mike White was able to do a couple of times in a couple of stretches and Joe Flacco as well, I believe he's looked at it and said, okay, I can make those big plays, but I can't miss those layups. And I've missed a lot of layups so far in my first year starting quarterback for the New York Jets. To me, he's a pretty sharp guy, and I think he's going to learn from that and be better going forward. And that's going to be the case. Then all of a sudden, your coach looks a lot better. You can put better pieces around him. So, yeah, I'll say that Zach Wilson is still real being the franchise quarterback for the Jets. My concern is that they have an organizational flaw, and that's – what's going to trip him up in the end. But. Yeah, it's called the Jets, a proud yeah. organizational flaw tradition since they won Super Bowl three back in 1968. But go on. Precisely. Uh, all right, be careful when answering this one, please. Jalen Hurts, is he the Eagles franchise quarterback? Do I defer to Alvin Yates, real the Philly boy real. on this one? Yeah. One of our guys behind the scenes? Do I let him answer or should I just answer it for him? No, he's a Patriots fan. I'm the only Oh, Eagles that's right. Oh, well, I'll let you answer it, Pat. Uh, before real. I give my answer... It, real or not real, is your boy for your team, Jalen Hurts, a franchise quarterback? It's real. I don't know if Nick Sirianni is a franchise head coach, though, and that's what uh-huh. concerns me. But Jalen Hurts has shown me everything that I've possibly wanted from an, an Eagles quarterback so far, especially okay. when he had to step in for Carson Wentz, which was not an easy situation to step into. Right. I'm with you. And I said that for about a couple of weeks because the one thing that people talked about, he's not a franchise quarterback. I said, well, how do you know? He hasn't started enough games. If people are saying that going into the season, I'm thinking, well, they drafted him in the second round. I know it turned Carson Wentz's nose sideways when they did that, but they, they believed him enough to say in a second round, just in case Carson Wentz gets injured again, we need a quality backup that we can trust that has ability and has that kind of talent. So I'm glad to see that he has been able to do his thing because now he's got enough chances to be out there and learn the NFL game. For anybody to make that kind of evaluation on Jalen Hurts, when he didn't even start three games last year, it was just asinine to me. So I'm with you. The way he's been able to play and learn the NFL game, we're not talking about a dummy here when it comes to Jalen Hurts. He played under Nick Saban at Alabama, and Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma, learned a couple of things. So, yeah, as a Cowboys fan, it hurts me to say this. But, yeah, I think he is a franchise quarterback. That's real when it comes to Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, Real or Not Real, brought to you by Trico. Trico has been the future of wipers since 1917, keeping you a step ahead of Mother Nature. Visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. Uh, real or not real, Freddie, Tua Tungavailoa will be the Dolphins franchise quarterback. No, no. They pretty much told us that before the season got started because I said it even just hearing stuff out of Miami. I said they like Tua, but they don't like him like him. And the minute they, they can swing a trade for Deshaun Watson, when, when and if that stuff goes away, those 22 lawsuits regarding his bad boy behavior allegedly – the minute that they can get past that, they're going to go out there and get Deshaun Watson. If they could have made that work at the trading deadline, they would have gotten Deshaun Watson. So Tua talking about Loa, he probably looks around saying, didn't you draft me over Justin Herbert and you don't like me already? You just want to move on from me? The Dolphins told me everything that anybody needed to know before the season got started, that that was not the guy, even though he was 6-3 and three as a starting quarterback last year. So, yeah, Dan Marino has more of a chance to be a franchise quarterback in Miami going forward. Then Tua Tungabailoa, that is completely not real, him being the franchise quarterback in Miami. Derek Carr for the Las Vegas Raiders, real or not real, that he will be the franchise quarterback for them? I'm going to say real, and I hope I'm going to be completely right because when all this went down with the whole John Gruden situation and then the tragic accident that was caused by Henry Ruggs III, who was a quality wide receiver, the one guy that was the face of the organization was Derek Carr. 
and he can only do so much. You need other people to support him and support that organization going forward to be better and try to get past all of this. I'm still going to say he is the, the franchise quarterback because whatever's gone on with this team, you can't place that all at his feet. You can't put all that blame on Derek Carr. He has shown that he can be a dude on and off the field for the Las Vegas Raiders. So, yeah, I'm still going to say it's real that he's still a franchise quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, I'm, I'm being fought over this one. So, Mac Jones, real or not real, is the Patriots franchise quarterback. Are we having this conversation? The board operator yelled at me that. Really? It's We're having team. this conversation? Of course he is. Come on. Alan Yates, did you put Pat Costello up to this? You nah, probably I mean, did, didn't you? I mean, I guess he's the quarterback. I just What like do you mean you guess? That. I want him to push the ball down the field a little bit more. They're I not going to do that. We don't got the receivers and all that. I get it. Exactly. But you won five in a row. Yeah, and when he and we when you need him to make a throw, Mac Jones has he made it? I guess you. Yes, he's made. Are you already a rabbit behind mine? He's made it. He's made it. He's made it. My bright spot is J.C. Jackson. I think he needs some more love. He's getting a lot of picks, a lot of plays on the ball and stuff like. Well, he's he's a definite candidate. He's going to be first team All Pro. There's no doubt about that. But this is the perfect formula for your quarterback. They told you what the formula Allen Yates was going to be. We're going to play tough defense. We're going to run the ball, and we need our quarterback to make a play. He's going to be able to do it, and then we'll continue to open up the playbook. As a matter of fact, you know when that worked? That Tom Brady guy, the first year as a starting quarterback, the Patriots. They protected him. They ran the football. They stopped the run. And what happened? They won a Super Bowl. And then when they felt comfortable with him to open up the playbook, what happened? He became, he became the GOAT, greatest of all time, when it comes to playing quarterback and plays in the National Football League. You're a Philly guy. Trust the process. This process works. It didn't work with the 76 and so much, Alan Yates, your team. But this process works right. with your Patriots team. You're right. I, I, I trust him. I think the only thing I have a problem with is, like, how he walks. He hasn't done What's wrong with him? He walks weird, man. It's a weird walk. What are you talking we about? We saw that. When he got drafted, he was walking, looking real teacherish. But, you know, other than that, he's playing good ball. So. Let me get this straight. This is the hill you're going to die on. With Mac hill. Jones by the way he walks. Yes. For now. I, I don't care if he walked in all fours like a seal. As long as you know the football and make plays, that's all that matters. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Wow. Do seals have four legs? That doesn't matter. Anyway, that's a, that'll one. be another conversation Last for one. another day. <laughs> <laughs> real or not real. <laughs> the sidebar. Real or not yes. real, Baker Mayfield is the Browns franchise quarterback moving forward. Oof. I'm going to say yes because it's the devil that they know. And I don't think they want to try to find out if somebody else is out there. What Baker Mayfield does fits what they do, but they're not expecting him. And they really shouldn't expect him to be Patrick Mahomes, eventually Mac Jones of the Patriots, what Justin Herbert is doing now for the Los Angeles Chargers. Maybe we better come to the realization that Baker Mayfield is not that guy. Even though he's picked first overall, even though that we have seen – We've seen a couple of snippets here and there. We must come to the realization that the Browns know that he's not that guy. They're not expecting Baker Mayfield to throw the ball 35, 40 times and win games because they know they're not going to win those kind of games. Once in a while, yes. In a championship setting or a playoff setting, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, he's the franchise quarterback because they have built an offense around the running game and the offensive line, and they want him to be a complimentary piece. No more, no less. If he can do that, then he'll get a contract. It's just not going to be Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes material. He may believe that he's on that level, but he has shown that he is not, based on the fact that the Browns don't believe it. So why should we? 
when it comes to Baker Mayfield. You can always give us a call anytime you want to Dr. Pepper call online. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. I'm Freddie Coleman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The toe seen around the world. Too much of it. That's next on ESPN Radio. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. It hit us up anytime on Twitter, the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed at ESPN Radio, and at Coleman ESPN, like Runaway Train, who says that Baker Mayfield is surely a version of Alex Smith. The difference is, and that's not a bad comparison, by the way, the difference is that Alex Smith got a lot of blame when things went wrong. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. San Francisco, he has a, a concussion. They get Colin Kaepernick in there, get, got in the Super Bowl, never got his job back. Goes to Kansas City. They draft Patrick Mahomes. Got in the playoffs. They were winning that playoff game against the Colts because, before the defense let him down. And then they move on to Patrick Holmes. To me, Alex Smith was in the wrong place at the wrong time twice. Baker Mayfield's been in the right place. But the Browns told everybody how they feel about him being a franchise quarterback and how the team is not built around him. Let's get more NFL news. And nobody does it better, in my opinion, than Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insight. He joins me, Freddie Coleman, on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks to the Goodyear Hotline. Adam, I'm going to start with the Chicago Bears and the whole – Tuesday, report comes out that Matt Nagy is going to be fired after the Lions game. Then Wednesday, they categorically yeah. denied. What is going on, Chef, in Chicago? Well, Freddie, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to you. Hey, and man, a few things here that, that we should clear up about the Matt Nagy report. First of all, he's never been told by anyone that he's getting fired. Uh, he was told by George McCaskey and Ted Phillips that the report was a lie um, on Tuesday. Um, the abrupt post-practice meetings uh, beyond being canceled is, is silly. On a short week, he always combines a normal week uh, to make one day, which was this week's Tuesday practice. So, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of things. Yesterday, George spoke to the team to start the day, and he confirmed the report is false to every player, coach, and support staff. Uh, he had a few more things to say, and, and that was it. They had their morning war soon traveled to Detroit. So, I mean, again, I've never heard of a organization telling a coach mm-hmm. before a game, you're fired after this game. Well, what if they go out and win the game 31-3? You're right. still fired? Right. I mean, 
And, again, the Chicago Bears history, uh, they've been in existence for over a century. They've never once let go of a coach midseason. Never once in their history. So history is on their side. Look, I think everybody knows Matt Nagy's fighting for his job right now. Sure. I don't think it's a secret, but, but I don't think he's getting fired tomorrow, no matter what happens today. No matter what happens the rest of the season, how much is also Ryan Pace, the general manager, and his job on the line, Adam? Well, look, when organizations don't win, when they struggle, when they fail to meet expectations, everybody's going to be questioned and scrutinized, and, and Ryan Pace falls into that category. But the fact of the matter is, I think they went to the playoffs last year, the Bears did. Yeah. And I think that they've had some winning seasons. And I know that the people in Chicago want changes, and, and they're demanding blood right now. But uh, the fact of the matter is, um, the, the, these guys have won some. They've got their quarterback. Let's see how the season plays out before we start firing people. Great stuff by Adam Schuff, the ESPN NFL Insider. Joining me, Freddie Coleman, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. The New York Giants, they've had an interesting week as well. They move on from Jason Garrett, their offensive coordinator. Freddie Kinch is yeah. going to call plays. He's the quarterback coach of the Giants, and a lot of people sort of like the Sharks are circling when it comes to not just Dave Gettleman, but also Joe Judge as the head coach. Adam, I believe Joe Judge is the right coach for the Giants, but it seems like I'm the only person that line now. What is being talked about regarding the Giants and their future? As is the case in Chicago, Freddie, if you don't win, you don't produce, people are going to rip you more so than ever before. You know, that's the day and age we're living in. And it always comes back to the head coach and the GM. And and the Giants have not gotten the production that they hope to out of all these people. And so it's a situation where there are going to be questions asked. Jason Garrett got shown the door this week. I, I don't know that he was... Uh, the first choice of Joe Judge when Joe Judge went in there, I think ownership really liked Jason Garrett. Been big supporters of his for a long time from the time he played quarterback for the New York Giants, and I think that they wanted him in that spot. And it's a situation um, where basically, you know, they don't win. There's more changes then. Again, it's, it's not going to just stop with Jason Garrett. But I like how we're on Thanksgiving Day for it. We start with the Bears, Matt Nagy getting fired. We go on to the Giants and Joe Judge, Dave Gettleman, Jason Garrett getting fired. Who, who are we firing next? So bring on the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right, Adam, because it, it, I know it's good clickbait for people. It gives people something to talk about and kind of raise that up there, even though there's no truth when it comes to stuff like that. You're exactly right when it comes to that. But the truth of the matter is when you have these two storied organizations and having that kind of turmoil, it's always going to be top of the mind of the awareness for people. Same thing with, for example, Aaron Rodgers and his whole COVID toe that became a fractured toe and everything like that. No matter what, Adam, this is still good business for the National Football League. What does it say about the NFL that these kind of things are going on and it's part of the renaissance that we've seen from the NFL in 2021? Well, there's no renaissance. Well, it, 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 it's always this way. It, it's the greatest reality show going every <laughs> single day. Brings you a different drama, a different storyline. You can't stuff whether it's you know a player allegedly getting fake backs card or an offensive coordinator being fired or a quarterback showing his toe in the middle of a Zoom press conference. <laughs> I mean, every single day, like what today is going to bring with through? Who knows? We'll see. But it'll be something. That it'll, it's the reason I'm employed, Freddie. <laughs> that, that's true. When when you saw Aaron Rodgers also show his toe, did, did you say to yourself, did Adam Schefter say to himself, boy? From the files, I've seen everything, but I never thought I'd see anything like this. Well, you know, he, he's already commented this season about my chin and my butt. You know, I'm not, I, I noticed his toes are very long and lean. He's got some long, lanky toes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider. Joining me, Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, when it comes to football back in the field, Dallas Cowboys are not going to have Amari Cooper for another game because of COVID-19 protocols. It didn't get the same attention, of course, with Aaron Rodgers, but how much yeah. of this could really kind of not set the Cowboys back, but really Amari Cooper has been a guy who's been able to play well, maybe yeah. set him back and throw off their rhythm a little bit. Well, you saw how it affected them on Sunday. The, the offense didn't function the same, and, and they tried to play finesse ball with Kansas City. And I think today we were talking about this and get up before. That they're going to get back to trying to run the football, be physical, getting tough. Uh, that may be the type of attack from Dallas Day, but it will be without Amari Cooper. Won't play a second straight game. Tested positive. That happened Friday. Another storyline, another drama mm-hmm. in the endless sea of them. Um, by the way, how do you get Renaissance this year, Freddie? What's different this year? Yeah, see, the reason I use the word renaissance because for the longest time, the last couple of years, yeah. we were hearing stuff affecting the NFL outside of National Football League stuff on the field. It's nice that we're hearing about players and not politics and football. That's what I'm talking about. And the ratings have re- reflected that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> you don't there agree you with it, but you understand it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I hear you. Adam, have a great Thanksgiving your family, my friend. Always a pleasure to talk to you. You take care and be well. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Great stuff by Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL insider. Joining me, Freddie Coleman and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And I I put it out there from that standpoint because isn't it nice that we're just talking about football? We're not talking about anything else. We're not talking about – I don't want to bring it up. We're not talking about concussion lawsuits or anything like that. We're not talking about political theater affecting the National Football League. It's been just stuff on the field. We're talking about if Mac Jones likes pie or not. Right. I'm good with that. Exactly. And Matthew Judon, who said, what do you mean you don't like pie from that standpoint? Stuff has been concentrated inside the bubble of the National Football League. And like Adam said, and I've been saying it for the longest time, you can have any other reality show you want. You can have Survivor. You can have Toughest Nails. You can, Give me that. You give me the NFLs as a, as a reality show. Well, I don't know what's coming around the corner. I'm completely good with that. That's why I use the word renaissance because we're just talking about football. Players in football, coaches in football, and all the other good stuff. Who knew that you could put Freddie and Fitzsimmons together in the morning? Who's getting fired for making that decision? That's next on ESPN Radio. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.